Hello, good morning. Welcome to our Garkosh and Glenboig Churches service for the 29th of November. We should have been coming from Garkosh Parish Church, but due to the move into level four and the restricted numbers that it would be allowed in attendance at level four, the members of the Kirk session felt it was best to move back to online only for this week. We have our podcast going live just now and then will be uploaded later as an episode. We uh, are going to play our hymns in. Hopefully it will all work and I'll later try and upload those in a video format. Isaiah the prophet writes, Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down. Since ancient times, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who acts on behalf of those who wait for him. You come to the help of those who gladly do right, who remember your ways. O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, you are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. Do not be angry beyond measure, O Lord. Do not remember our sins forever. Oh, look upon us, we pray, for we are all your people. Our first song today is one that perhaps we associate more with uh, Holy Week and the run-up to Easter, but is nonetheless uh, a good one also for Advent. We sing, uh, make way, make way. I apologise, by the way, we don't have the downloadable uh, hymn words as yet. Those will go up later on. But I'm sure the songs, most of them will be well known. And if not, you can listen and enjoy. Make way, make way. Thank you. 
you could hear that and uh, this is a slightly new way of doing things that I'm trying out on Podbean so apologies if you had a spell of silence there I hope you're still with me nonetheless let us pray hear us Lord God O shepherd of the flock who sits enthroned among the angels shine forth awaken your might come and save us. Restore us, God, make your face shine upon us, that we may be saved. O Lord God Almighty, do not let our prayers go unheard, or let us be filled with sadness and mourning. For we look at this year, at the illnesses experienced by others or by ourselves, at the losses and bereavement we have gone through, at the plans that we have had to have been changed, shelved, changed again, abandoned, the hopes that have gone unfulfilled, the dreams we've given up on, the anxieties we've had as we've been unable to be sure of what the future holds. Yet we know that we never know what the future holds, only who holds the future. So on this Advent Sunday, as we prepare and look ahead to the celebration of the Lord's coming to this world as one of us and to his coming again in glory, let us trust in the one at your right hand, the one who you have raised up. Let us not turn away from you. Revive us. May we call on your name. Restore us, O Lord God Almighty, and make your face shine upon us, that we may be saved. And we pray using the format taught by Jesus to his friends. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Next Sunday, we will be online again for the 6th of December. That would have been, uh, in normal times, our Communion Sunday. And we'll be uh, picking up that theme. All being well, we will be back in the Gartkosh building, as well as being online on the 13th of December, and in the Glenboig building, and online on the 20th of December. Christmas, as I've said, is not cancelled, but may look very different this year. And we're still working out what our plans and ideas to mark the season might be. So watch this space. Uh, we continue to collect for Coatbridge Food Bank and do let us know if you need more information, more details. If you are doing online shopping um, and you've supported us already, then thank you so much. But if not, you may still be taking advantage of, uh, well, Black Friday has passed, but Cyber Monday is tomorrow. 
uh, and sometimes they have these deals going for a wee while. Or maybe you're just getting things in for Christmas over the next few weeks since you might not be able to get to the shops. Do please register with and go via Easy Fundraising. The details are on many of our past orders of service and I share them on uh, online fairly often. Um, it means that you can still shop on exactly the same. There's hundreds of different online retailers that buy into this. You pay exactly the same, but uh, an amount of money gets raised for the church, uh, either church. You can register for Gosh or Glenboig and there's no cost to you. Birthdays. We had one mentioned in the church uh, at Glenboig last week and I trust that uh, she had a good day. Um, I came home and I spotted there were two other things uh, on Facebook or within the, the first day or so of the week uh, that I had not known about or not remembered and not mentioned. So happy birthday. John Shearer was one of them. The other one that I saw online, I think it was, might have been an anniversary, but I can't remember uh, quite who it was. So I do apologise and sorry I missed it and hope you had a good one nonetheless. Uh, happy birthday also to Hugh Cleland. Uh, John Wilson uh, up in Greenfoot, we mentioned Francis fairly recently I think, so it's John's turn, happy birthday John. Uh, Margaret Campbell uh, and coming up Elaine Campbell as well. So uh, many uh, happy returns to all of these folk and to anyone who is marking a celebration around this time. Our reading this morning comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 1. We begin at the third verse, 1 Corinthians 1. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I always thank God for you because of his grace given you in Christ Jesus. For in him you have been enriched in every way, in all your speaking and in all your knowledge, because our testimony about Christ was confirmed in you. Therefore you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. He will keep you strong to the end, so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God, who has called you into fellowship with his Son Jesus Christ our Lord, is faithful. Amen. May God add a blessing to this reading from his word. Now normally, of course, we'd have Advent candles to light, and this is, of course, not something that works well uh, in an audio podcast. But perhaps you have a set of candles at home, you might light the first one today. Perhaps you have one of these single Advent candles with the, the 24 markings down the side for each day of December, and you might be planning to start using that on Tuesday, although... Uh, usually there's a larger section of the candle before the one, so maybe you could light it today uh, for a while if you wished. But we're thinking, uh, as we, in, in theory or in practice, light our candles, we're thinking, of course, of preparation. Traditionally, the first Sunday of Advent focuses on the prophets, the uh, expectation from times past uh, of the Messiah to come, and that's something of what we heard from Isaiah at the beginning of the service, anticipating God coming again, doing things that are not expected. Well, Jesus certainly did that. Perhaps coming in judgment, but uh, also and more so in mercy. But today our focus is on the eagerly awaiting, as we heard in our reading from 1 Corinthians, 
preparing, making ready for a special guest. We'll think a little bit more about that in a moment. But uh, I wanted to use a hymn, which I think we've sung before, People Look East, and we'll use that as, a, as an Advent candle hymn as we go through uh, these next few Sundays online or in person. So again, hoping that the technology works and you can hear this. If not, just hang on for a couple of minutes and we will be back. Here's the first verse of People Look East. fair, trim the hearth, set the table, getting ready for the guest love who is on the way. When you get to know Paul's letters, you do see similar themes coming up again and again, partly because he was dealing with uh, fallible humans who uh, made many uh, similar mistakes sometimes. Um, but also similar themes coming up in the opening and the conclusions to the letters. For we're in uh, another different epistle this week, just the way the readings have, have fallen uh, as we change round. We're into year B uh, for those who follow the, such things in the lectionary, the start of a new year of readings. Um, but again, we're thinking of Thanksgiving, just as we had uh, last week. And even for this church in Corinth, which... Uh, proverbially had, uh, we know, had many, many problems. Uh, we talk about Corinthian lifestyle where he lived to uh, excess and, and different issues, but uh, even the church had problems, uh, as you go on to find out if you read on. But Paul, in these opening verses, calls them sanctified in Jesus Christ and called to be holy. And he prays grace and peace before thanking God for them because of the grace given through Jesus and recognizing their blessings and benefits, how they're enriched with spiritual gifts. Of course, they didn't always use them in the right way, which is what Paul goes on to address. But perhaps in a way, this is a precursor to the idea often used today um, in different settings, management training uh, and so on. The idea about starting and ending uh, feedback that you give on a positive note, even if there is some criticism or challenge or negative to be said uh, in between. Not that that is perhaps the approach of Craig Revel Horwood, for those of you who follow Strictly Come Dancing in the UK. Uh, as a judge, he tends to be the one who goes straight for, for what is wrong and uh, uh, even plays up to the, the sort of pantomime baddie uh, caricature and, and takes the booze and things. Um, but I suspect he is mellowing slightly. He often now does come in with positives as well, but they generally come at the end after uh, people have taken all the, the what they what they missed and what they got wrong. But Paul seems to be, as I say, giving that, that positive start, that encouraging start. And he talks about the spiritual gifts as you eagerly wait for our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. 
in those initial years and decades after Christ, there was a sense that his return might not be long. And there was also that uh, history that uh, Christians, whether Jew or Gentile, were, were inheriting and taking on from the Jews, uh, that they'd awaited a Messiah for centuries. Though, of course, uh, those Jewish Christians or those Jewish believers in Christ uh, understood Christ to be that Messiah. But there have also been times since the first century where Christians uh, or certain groups within Christianity have been particularly eagerly awaiting that return of Christ, perhaps around the turn of the first millennium, the year 1000, or on a whole host of other predicted dates, uh, so-called predicted dates for Christ's return uh, and or the end of the world. As we've noted before, it says in scripture, no one knows the day or the hour, but despite the apparent now lengthy time of centuries, millennia since uh, Christ, we're still to wait eagerly. And that can be hard to do. We get on with the, the same old, same old, the day-to-day, the, -day, the routine. Uh, and yet this year, routine has been shaken up, shifted around. On this Advent Sunday, where perhaps more than ever, people are rushing to put up the Christmas decorations, to feel that the house is cosy and bright, prepared, perhaps, uh, but it's been a pretty poor year for many because of COVID and perhaps for other reasons too. But we might struggle to feel, to make room for that sense of Advent, the preparation, even the solemnity, the examining ourselves as we understand it in the church before the big celebration of Christmas. Folk want to get straight to the carols and the and the celebration, but there's there's a preparation that comes before that in the church. Uh, and uh, many times uh, I have tried to encourage people to to do that, but uh, I have to say that this year, this weekend, we've certainly got our our tree up and our our decorations out. But I think there's still a possibility to prepare to find those moments that we can take space and time to renew ourselves that we can turn away from our mistakes, our sins. We can start afresh with God in time to welcome Jesus. Because then we will stand firm to the end. We'll be kept blameless on the day of the Lord by a faithful God, the one who calls us into that close fellowship with Jesus. May it be so. Amen. Let's bring our responses, our prayers for others, and uh, we'll mention as well those who uh, are able to do uh, the various forms of uh, giving uh, in the offerings to the church. But of course, if it's easier for you, you can uh, save up if you've got your um, envelopes and bring them in uh, on the next occasion when we're open, which as we say, we trust will be the 13th of December, if all goes to plan from the government levels. So let's pray. Oh God, we do give you thanks for the ways that you've prospered and blessed us and the many means there are to um, make our, our tithes, our offerings, our, our gifts uh, to you through the work of your church as well as through other agencies. And so we thank you for those who are putting aside their envelopes, those who are making arrangement to to pay through the bank, uh, those who are uh, donating via gift aid as well uh, on those regular offerings of their UK taxpayers, those who are looking at uh, the 
uh, online PayPal that's set up through the, the Main Church of Scotland website, those uh, who are finding creative ways of, of giving, uh, such as the easy fundraising or the collecting of um, printer inkjet cartridges or um, these other things that donate either to the, the central work of the church, even the clothing bins outside our gates, uh, or uh, to other works such as uh, the stamp collection uh, for World Mission. And we pray that even through the difficulties uh, set up by COVID, there will be ways to keep that going and perhaps volunteers to step forward and take that on. So Lord, take and bless all that we give, not only financially, but all we give of our time, of our abilities, of our uh, of our prayers themselves, uh, often described in, in the scripture as, as offerings and even as incense, the aroma of the prayers of the saints rising uh, to your nostrils. We pray for all of us, those who are just getting used to church being back, uh, even on a fortnightly basis or a four-weekly basis and with all those restrictions, for those who are unable to get there, uh, who are keeping themselves shielded and safe at home. And we pray for your church, your local churches in Glenboig and Gartcoss, seeking to find ways to be creative uh, as we celebrate and mark Christmas. And we look at the world and pray uh, again for the USA in the aftermath of the election. We pray for the transition that has, has begun now. Um, we think of how each individual uh, is feeling. Um, the incumbent uh, perhaps not wanting to, to go or not uh, professing trust in, in the result uh, and the president-elect uh, frustrated perhaps not to have been able to start uh, getting up to speed sooner uh, but perhaps eagerly awaiting uh, his opportunity to do uh, what he believes is best for that nation. And whatever happens, Lord, we pray for the whole people uh, of the USA, uh, whatever colour they identify with, whatever vote they may or may not have cast, for, for them to uh, prosper and thrive uh, right the way through that society. Likewise, we pray on for our own uh, United Kingdom uh, and the negotiations with the European Union that uh, I haven't actually followed that very closely this week, but that uh, things will uh, come to a successful uh, point um, in, in time. Uh, and also as we look ahead to next year where there may yet be still uh, unexpected steps in the road uh, in January and uh, in the Scottish elections and whatever else may happen. Uh, the, the hoped for rollout of, of the vaccine, not only in the UK but around the world, you know, the different vaccines that there are. And uh, we know that some are wanting to be uh, first in line as soon as they possibly can. Others have uh, concerns and, and issues, but that uh, such a vaccine will, will prove beneficial to uh, suppressing this, this terrible disease. We pray on for peace in, in Ethiopia 
and a, and a resolution to the, the situation in the province of Tigray. So Lord, we turn to those who spring to our minds as individuals and, and the ones that we've been praying for for some time in, in some cases. So we pray for uh, whether they're in the hospital or returned home, for Jeanette, for Liz, for Bill and for Zach, uh, and Jean, of course, as well, and all uh, in that family. We pray for Charles and Mary and for Mary and Robert. We pray for Bill. We name others in our thoughts and minds, or perhaps even out loud as we're listening to this. Those who've uh, been admitted, those who are, are getting out, those who have uh, had other conditions or illnesses. Send your healing spirit upon them and their families, Lord. Be with them. Bring them comfort. Help them to know that they are not forgotten. They're not alone. Lord, I pray too for some situations that have been uh, brought to our attention through the, the church WhatsApp group. We thank you for the different ways that some are able to connect, recognising that uh, not everyone uh, is able to access that. And we pray too for, for individuals that have, have messaged. So we think of uh, Leslie's friend Elspeth. Uh, we think of uh, another friend, Marianne. And they're going through tough bereavement situations where they've not been able to, to visit before the end, uh, where they've got concerns about uh, the funeral and whether attendance is possible or the funerals. And we pray too uh, for the family that uh, were bereaved of their young girl uh, just uh, not so long ago as well. And each of these situations is, is different, but nonetheless difficult for those going through it. And uh, so we ask for your strength, your peace, your comfort insofar as it is possible. We know too that many uh, continue, uh, many of us continue to remember those we've loved and lost be alongside uh, each bereaved person, however recent or long ago the event. And we trust uh, that your uh, everlasting arms will be underneath those uh, who have passed. And uh, we pray for their, their ongoing uh, existence uh, in, in a better world. Lord God, I pray on for Lamboy, who uh, tuned in last week, um, asking that uh, um, he and Boynu would <clears throat> recover from the uh, being, having tested positive and that uh, they would be able to get back to their uh, leading their own uh, worship and their ministry in, in looking after the school and, uh, and all the associated work uh, in that place. Pray too for Boino's brother um, and for his recovery. Lord God, we pray for ourselves. We ask that we will continue to find ways of being thankful and looking ahead eagerly, of preparing ourselves and standing firm in fellowship with the Lord, with our fellow believers. We lift up uh, all our prayers, spoken, uh, 
by myself, ourselves, or in the silence of our hearts. In Jesus' name. Amen. So our closing hymn this morning, uh, one that's part of almost every carol servant service, and it's often used uh, for the first Sunday of Advent. Uh, I can't claim this to be the, the best recording of it ever. And in fact, I'm, I've got it down as a take two, but I'm not sure if there's a false start in it. So apologies if there is. But uh, this is O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Oh.
Look forward in hope to the coming of your Saviour. Prepare the way for Christ your Lord. Welcome him with love and faith when he comes in glory and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen and may God's blessing. Thanks for being with us and we'll see you next week.